I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Today, Allison, it's about reverse murder. Murder backwards? Uh huh. Which is. Oh, it's Red Rum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's the title of the episode. I. (gasps) I thought I was making a joke, and it's the title of the episode. And (laughs) I. You really didn't. Oh my God. Because <laughs> Carter, you got me again, bud. <laughs> Look, I thought I was being a smart boy. I, oh my god, I, every time you do a joke where I'm not sure if it's a joke, <laughs> it's like looking into the void for maybe 10 seconds until my brain can hit on what's happening. Is it like, uh, what's it called? The the movie where they, you're floating in space? Yeah. Is it that moment where your cord gets cut? And you're, <laughs> yeah, you're just like, uh. And you're not sure if you're gonna get right to the spacecraft or you're just gonna float away? <laughs> I always, 100%. hey, I always got you, buddy. Okay. Don't worry. I'll catch you. Sometimes. Well, you just said sometimes. <laughs> Shh. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Look, it's about backwards murder, which is Red Rum, which is the episode's name. Yeah. I worked this out with Chris Carter. Him and I workshopped a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, you know that one movie with the guy in the hotel? It, it, I was very disappointed it had no allusions to that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was hoping at least one, like, weird fucking bear sex scene in a hotel room. (laughs) Or, like, a dead old grandma in a tub (laughs) with the titties. Or, like, the little little girls. The little girls and the... I just wanted to see an elevator full of blood. That's all I ever want to see. Right? Mm -hmm. Ugh. Why don't you give us the description of this episode, Red Rum, the episode that I apparently wrote. I would love to do that. <laughs> Season 8, Episode 6, Red Rum. Agent Skelly and Doggett investigate the case of a man who is accused of murdering his wife but cannot remember committing the crime. Mm. Now, I have to clear the air. Mm. I don't know if we officially, officially called it or referenced it, but John Doggett, you know... Where his he 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 acted in a very very big movie, two very big. Yeah, movies. yeah. We did we reference that he is the Terminator two? No, we did not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we did not. We are kind of talk about six it. Six episodes in, and I cannot believe we didn't talk about it yet. Well, you know what's so funny is that there was a previous episode where you were like, oh, he looks like someone, and I was like, oh, yeah, you've probably just seen him in something else. You're like, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'll just wait on this one. (laughs) Just give it some time. Instead of yes ending, I no didn't, (laughs) is what I did. Well, actually, it's funny, Allison, I didn't pick him out from Terminator 2. Colin did. He walked into the room, he's like, oh, that's the Terminator 2. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh, you're right, it is. But I know him as the bad cop from Wayne's World. Oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> you're right! <laughs> Dog it. I just want to clear the air, 
because I know our all of our beautiful fans, all of our space cadets are like, when are they going to talk about it? <laughs> well, we have. Are we going to talk about it again? Probably not. <laughs> I just want to clear the air. Okay. Okay. But this episode is not about Doggett no, or Scully. No, it's not about Doggett or Scully. We have a man. He is in jail. He's a he went. He did a thing. Did a bad crime. And uh, Scully and Doggett know him. Yeah. So they come into his cage. What is it called? A cell. Cell. That's right. Yeah. And Doggett says it looks like Woodstock out there. Allison, we've established he went to Nam, probably. Oh, yeah. Did he go to Woodstock? Mm, I don't think he did go to Woodstock, no. but I think he read about it. I think he, in, at, in the time. And also, is he talking about Woodstock or OG, or is he talking about the 1990s Woodstock that did turn <gasps> into a riot? Okay, did Doggett not go to the original Woodstock, but he did go into the... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want to see Green Day. I want to see the Red Hot Chili Peas. <laughs> and he does call them the Red Hot Chili Peas. Yeah. It doesn't save any time, but... <laughs> um, that's interesting. Good. Yeah. I'm glad we're... we're uh, our image of Doggett has evolved a lot, I feel. Yeah, I think he's getting layers. Like he's a getting- good layered thing. Like a leak. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, like a leak. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Sa- good save. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like a shallot. Like a sh- like a shallot. Wait, shallot? Why did you choose Sean Connery? And that was a Sean Connery? It, it kind of. I don't think a shallot is layered. Shallots have layers. Are they? Yeah. I thought it was like a weird... Shallot's a weird garlic. Yeah, but garlic has layers. Garlic has cubes. Excuse me? Garlic has... <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Garlic has partitions. Yeah, you can't... Well, no, but even the little bulbs, like, they they grow in layers. They're laminated. They're laminated. Like pastry. Like a croissant? Yeah. I don't... I went to a croissant shop yesterday. (laughs) Tell me about it. And I saw a lamination machine. What do you mean? So it's like a machine. It's got these big arms, Uh and they fold the dough over and over and over again. And Mm -hmm. then they squish it? Yeah. So all the butter gets in every good layer. (gasps) I had I, three different kinds of croissants. I want an ASMR video of that. Yeah. Tell me about the three types of croissants. Number one, Earl Grey. What? Yeah, Earl Grey cream in the most. Oh, so good. Wow, okay. This is croissant radio. <laughs> no, we got to ASMR that. This is croissant. Welcome to croissant radio. <laughs> this is a new NPR show. Uh, talking about that laminated pastry that everyone loves to eat so much. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm Courtney Shum. I'm Allison Ross. And uh, welcome. Allison, please tell us. Please tell us about the croissants that you uh, have uh, eaten recently, Allison. Uh, yeah, I went to a, sh- a shop in Yale Town. That's a specific district of Vancouver. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, you know, mostly yuppies and small dogs wearing coats. Yeah. Uh, and I went to a pastry shop called Angus Tea. And I had three varietals. Of- Wait, uh, let's back up a little bit. A- Angus Tea, um, they also sell tea? I do believe that they oh, do. But it, I, the, it wasn't tea in the name, like T-E-A. It was, oh. it was just the letter T. Oh, the yeah. last name, the surname, if you will. Yeah. Interesting. So the varietals of croissant that I... <laughs> shh, 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 shh. Well, the first one, as I mentioned, was an Earl Grey. Oh, yes. The cream It had a cream inside. Now, is that traditional? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> a cream, I mean. No. Okay. <laughs> this, bit, this, bit, this bit is only for us. <laughs> Keep going. The second varietal was a mocha. Interesting. And that also was cream. It had a mocha cream inside and it had a dusting of almonds across the top. Now I feel there's a lot of cream and not mm. a lot of croissant. Well, the, the cream was inside the croissant. Interesting, interesting. What was your third variety of croissant? Now, strap yourself in because this is where we get a little different. It's, do we get a little naughty? We do get a little bit naughty. Mm. It was uh, pistachio cream. <laughs> it's just another cream, Allison. I d- but it did have some cherries inside. A little spumoni action, oh, if you will. Oh, oh, little. That's a little... Hey, that's fun. That's a little bit of fun mm. in that croissant. Oh. Thank you. That's uh, been Croissant Talk. Croissant Radio. Croissant Radio. From um, PRX. I'm Phoebe Judge. (laughs) This is criminal. (laughs) Because we just did a podcast crime. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, I'm not. That was perfect. Oh, I'm saying sorry to our listeners. Oh, no, I'm not. (laughs) They love it. Okay, so this man (laughs) is played by Joe Morton. Yeah, okay, tell me who this man is. So I recognize Joe Morton right away. Um, The two probably, I mean, he's been in lots of movies that people, other people recognize him from, but the two TV shows I recognize him from are Eureka, in which he played either a sheriff or a science man, I don't remember, Um, and more importantly, as Olivia Pope's father in Scandal. Gee, I haven't seen either of those, so I will trust you. <laughs> he's in Scandal. He is uh, Olivia's dad. He's a bad, bad man. He's a... Ooh, he's naughty, huh? In this episode, he's also a bad man, maybe. I mean, he definitely did commit a crime. Now, here's... Hey, can I just say, this is maybe one of the first episodes where we've seen someone commit a crime that's not an X-File and go to jail for it. He certainly did. <laughs> Look, it's because you have an ex-cop on the fucking docket, and he, you know what? Hates crime. He, docket hates crime so much. <laughs> docket hates crime like a dog hates cars. Dogs hate cars. No, they don't. They like That's why they're always chasing them. My dog loves a car. He'll jump in anything. <laughs> <laughs> And then he gets inside, he gets in the back, and he just kind of quivers, like, do you like this? I don't understand. (laughs) Okay, so here's what happens. Mm -hmm. Crime man, murderer, dude. What was his name? Don't know. No. No. Joe Morton. Joe Morton, he is, he did a crime, he's in jail, and he's like, oh no, he's going to be transferred to another jail thing. And as he does, his father-in-law's there mm-hmm. with a goon. A goon. And the goon shoot shoot of the man. I think his father-in-law shoot. Yeah, father. Yeah, yeah. Did I say? You said the I? goon. No, the fa- the gun. <laughs> oh! You were saying gun. I was saying gun. The, the go- father-in-law. The goon. <laughs> the, go- the goon. I thought you meant hired goons. No. <laughs> I meant it with an umlaut. Okay. <laughs> oh, I get you. Yeah. The goon. Yeah. <laughs> With it. Okay, good. Because that's our thing now. Yeah. Because, you know, we don't pronounce things correctly anyway. <laughs> God, add it, add it to Algian and... Hospital. Hospital. <laughs> add it to our list. Um, He gets shot. With a goon. With a goon. And he got shot uh, three times. And it, even though he had a 
um, what's it called? The vest on. Yeah. Uh, it got him. Yeah. And uh, Doggett and Skelly were there. Mm-hmm. And he looks at Skelly's watch. Yeah. And it ticks down. Yeah. And then it's like, yep. That's it. And then he wake up. And then he wakes up. So yesterday, I figured this was either a Groundhog Day scenario, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure we've done one. Of those Definitely ones. done one of those. And then I realized it might be an opposite episode, like Seinfeld. Oh, do you remember that one? Yeah, that was kind of. You know what? That's I ha- one of my. Is that the one where they trade? No, they, they go to they go to a wedding in India, and um. It starts off with the wedding falling apart, mm-hmm. and it literally, it's like each scene is backwards. They they put it in opposite order, oh. so you don't know how they got there. It was actually a really good, I hate giving credit to Seinfeld, oh my god, but it was a really interesting way of doing an episode, because oh. certain things are hidden, and then as it goes backwards or forwards in time, you kind of pick up on a little bit more. Can I talk about a time thing I think is good? What? Um, Okay, so there's this film that came out, I think, probably like five years ago or something. It's called Happy Death Day. Okay. And it's about this um, this college girl who's in a sorority. Yes. She's a real bitch. Yeah. Um, and she has a Groundhog's Day situation. Okay. And that's all well and good. And that movie's like pretty entertaining. Yeah. And then the second movie is called Happy Death Day to You. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, someone's trying to murder her. Oh, oh, got it, got it, what, got it. It's her birthday, and someone's trying to murder her, and she has to live the day over and over and over, and she dies. Every time she dies, she wakes up. Okay. Um, and then in the second one, there's this other guy, and he, the, these, like, science nerds, and they've built this, like, weird science thing okay. that, like, changes the time, that, like, branches off alternate dimensions. Okay. Anyways, it's just really because then she gets shot back into her, like, original time loop. Yeah. And she's so mad about it. And also, uh, then has to do, like, other things. It's just, it's so good. So it's like a splinter. It's like yeah. a, okay. The first one is like, oh, this is a Groundhog's Day yeah. movie. I get it. But the second one is like, oh, shit, they're doing some interesting stuff with is this. Is it, like, murdery? Um, in that someone is trying to kill her, yeah. yes. So I can watch it for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Definitely okay, you can watch okay. it for Halloween. Do you need to watch the first one to kind of get it? I would recommend okay, it, yeah. Excellent. I'll put it on my list. <laughs> I love weird time things like that. Because yeah. I, I feel like, I don't know, it would be harder to write. I don't know how you would write that. Would you write it actually backwards? I don't know. Oh, interesting. You know what's not interesting? What? This fucking Pelican Brief bullshit we have to go through. <laughs> okay, so he's alive again. He is in his cell. <sighs> it's yesterday. Yeah. Um, Scully and Doggett can't come in, and Doggett's mad, and you know what? This Doggett can bark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And he does. And he hates a car. He hates a car. Uh-huh. And he's like... You did a murder. You did a murder. And then uh, the guy, Joe Morton's like, my wife. (laughs) Can you, uh, I want to, can we take another take of that one, please? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I need it more, I need it more Borat. My wife. Thank you. (laughs) I would like you to look at this note right here. Uh, Do you want me to read it? Oh. Um, uh, Allison has, uh, has written... Just on, in one single line, my wife Borat voice. <laughs> now I'm a, I'm disappointed because actually the first way you delivered it, it was not Borat. No, I know. <laughs> so I'm glad we we were able to reconcile that. <laughs> this has been behind the podcast. <laughs> Look, we got a lot of podcasts and podcasts in this one. Behind the podcast, the truth is in here. Yeah, where? 
the in uh, yeah in you <laughs> nice uh, okay and so then what he has to do is he has to go to his bail hearing yeah and guess who his lawyer is who it's Bellamy Young I don't know who that is okay well she was on Scandal oh, so this is just like a little Scandal reunion Bellamy Young played the president's wife okay and the president was cheating on her with Olivia Pope what yeah. Is scandal about the presidents? Yes. What? And that's what the scan the titular scandal. Is it like a Monica Lewinsky's thing? Uh no, okay, so cause Olivia Pope on Scandal. This is yeah. a scandal podcast now. <laughs> um okay. I don't I don't I, know, I don't just, have a title for it. Yeah. Um Olivia Pope on Scandal, so she's a like a fixer, right? Okay. And she fixes scandals for people in Washington. Oh, so is each season a different scandal? No, every oh. episode is a different scandal. What? But there's also long-running scandals. Okay. Uh, and th- so her thing with the president is that she was his campaign manager. Okay. That helped him get elected and then maybe cheated um, on oh, the election. That's uh, sc- Wait, she's fixing scandals, but she's also making scandals? Yeah, oh. but they also definitely cheated in the bedroom. Oh, uh, shit. And then his wife is just like, Probably the best character on the show, though. Okay, excellent, excellent. I'm very excited. I had no idea what Scandal was about. Well, now, now you know. Mm. Maybe we'll scratch that House of Cards itch. It I can probably never... will. Okay, good. Uh, and then her dad, Joe Morton, is like this like secret ops guy okay. who she finds out is very bad. I have a question for you, Allison. Yeah. Does anyone actually like this fucking John Grisham bullshit? Oh, dads, I feel like. Dads? A lot of dads. Well, we right, are also right-wing dads. dads. No, my... Okay, here's the thing. They don't reach for the John Grisham. They reach for the, like, the, like, uh, the born identity and, like, that sort of shit. Who is reading the Grisham? The Clive Cluster? Cluster? Clive... Cussler? Cussler? I don't know. My dad has, like, seven books and there's, like, submarines on them. Okay. He love a Clive Cluster. (laughs) I don't know what... I can't read. Okay. <laughs> Who is reading John Grisham books? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I think it was I had a superiority complex from age 18 till I'll say now. And, <laughs> and it was the point where I had finished I had finished Dean Koontz. Yeah. I had gone through um, Robin Cook. I've done the Stephen King. And I want to be some, a little bit more mature. Mature. And then I, I grabbed some John Grisham. Would I go back? No. It was boring as shit. <laughs> I think, the, yeah, the, the, probably the closest I got to that field was Dan Brown. Oh, God. Because I did read the one about Jesus. I did, too. I read both of them. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt good about myself. I, I didn't, because I was like, these books are fucking terrible. <laughs> Look, I read a book, okay? <laughs> Which is more than what I do now. Do not read. <laughs> I read. It's just all, you know, like gay people kissing. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's better. Mm-hmm. That's not like reading. That's like real life. That's just like therapy. Yeah, man. Um, so they go to the the bond hearing and mm-hmm. uh the lawyer is like, What are you doing? Because he doesn't he's like, What the fuck is happening? Much like us. I just died. Um, I, it's just boring. Like, I don't it's know. It's very, here's the thing about it. It's very boring. Yeah. Now, we were complaining that there weren't 
these episodes were too good in season eight. And you know what? They got us. I guess they turned it down a little. <laughs> they did. They turned it right down. I'm actually, like, here's one for you. I'm kind of relieved. Yeah, it is I nice. Am. I think my last note that I made was, same old X-Files. <laughs> Thank you, X-Files. And maybe that's because literally Scully had maybe two lines in this episode. Oh, Scully was a barely in it. And uh, Doggett was also kind of like a prop. Yeah, like Doggett was in it because this Joe Morton guy is his like friend, his old yeah. friend, but they he's barely there. It's mostly just about Joe Morton and his yeah. like sort of courtroom murder drama. Yeah. And then Doggett has to come in at the end to shoot the bad guy. This, I felt, could have just been an episode of Quantum Leap. Yes! Right? Yeah. And uh, and it's just kind of, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. You're, you're playing with time. And um, it would have been a better episode of Quantum Leap, really. 100%. Anything's better as Quantum Leap. <laughs> so they see, um, after this, he sees his girls. Yeah, he sees his daughters. And one of his daughters is wearing a barrette yeah. that I had as really? a child. It's like a little butterfly, and it's got a little antenna, and I recognize it immediately. I I had it in several colors, all pastel. Oh, boy. Went to Claire's, picked them all up. (laughs) Also, did I miss here, was one of his daughters named Courtney? Yeah, Courtney and Haley. That's no good. (laughs) Don't give her that at all. (laughs) That dog don't hunt. (laughs) Don't like that. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. And... So as he's hugging his girls, and the girls are like, eh, I don't know about you. I don't you. know, Dad. You might have murdered our mom. <laughs> like, cool it. Uh, he gets a flashback of, like, glass Blake breaking. Yeah. And it's like an M. Light Shyamalan. And it's all in reverse, like, yeah, slow motion. weird thing. So I, I figure out, okay, it is, it is going backwards, and it is just as funny as that Seinfeld app. Mm-hmm. Um, which is to say, probably not funny. Yeah. Um, okay. I, the only, the last thing, I, I don't, the plot is boring. Yes. So I've only picked out the most important thing. Same. Okay, what's your, what's your next note after he sees the daughters? Um, okay, so the next thing is that, like, uh, the day before, so the, do I have to talk about anything that happens in between? No, it doesn't okay, fucking, great. D- doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. Uh, so he goes to the previous day then, and um, he doesn't have the cut on his cheek anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, at this point, how is it not explicitly clear what is happening to him? But still, he like, then he has to go meet his lawyer for the first time, quote unquote, yeah. even though he's met her in the subsequent days. And he's like, wait a second, I think I'm going backwards in time. And it's like, yeah, motherfucker, you woke up without a cut on your face. What the fuck are you talking about? It should be explicitly obvious at this point. It's like that Seinfeld episode. Maybe it's like 2019, because it's 2019, I'm just more willing to believe that if, like, I woke up yesterday, I would just accept it. Yeah. What if, oh, what if instead of dying, you just went backwards? That sounds awful. (laughs) That sounds like... Like, Benjamin Button, but you have to live every exact day. Well, you don't have to. You can, you can like, change things. But they Just won't change backwards. in the previous days. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> the things you change would only affect the future, which yeah. you no longer exist. But, like, instead of, like, on a Sunday, you could say, instead of going to the grocery store, let's just go to fucking, let's go somewhere else. Yeah, but, that do a new thing. but it won't change anything. No, it won't change but anything. But then by the time you're, like, a baby and you're like, well, I guess I'm going to die for real soon. Then you just go back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. Would you I'm rather... sorry, just living back and forth forever? No, well... <laughs> 
I guess what I'm saying is I don't want to get old. No, nor do I, and I don't want to die. And I'd rather get young. No, obviously, I agree with you. Because I feel like we didn't appreciate our younger, spryer selves. But having to live the same days I've already lived sounds like a prison. Isn't life a prison, Allison? Yes. <laughs> One we're afraid to escape. Yes. Oh, no. It's true. All I'm saying is I have had some weird pains, and if only I were five years younger, I'd feel better about myself and (laughs) how I don't hurt all the time. Just wake up yesterday and be like, oh, my wrist doesn't click anymore. Nice. Nice. My body putting itself back together again. Can we talk about our new, just our favorite person? Yeah. Is, uh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Danny Trejo alert! Yeah, Danny Trejo's up in this situation. Yeah. You know, they have to hire a really scary-looking dude. I guess he that's his thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, he's in the jail. Yes. And um, our main character knocks over his dominoes, so Danny Trejo uh, just cuts him. Ostensibly, that's why he's done it. Yeah. And so that's, um, that uh, takes care of that. <laughs> Done and dusted. Done and done. Oh, boy. So then <sighs> Scully and Doggett come to visit him again. Yes. And then he starts to explain to Scully what he thinks is happening, and Doggett's just wholesale rejecting it, and then Doggett says a very good sentence, which is, I hope I'm not there for that frickin' conversation. <laughs> <laughs> or something to that effect. The point is, he says frickin', he says it powerfully. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. God. Let Doggett say Let fuck. Let Doggett say fuck. Please. If anyone. He went to Woodstock, the bad one, not the other <laughs> one. And also Nom. So he deserves at least one F-bomb. Yeah, I, I think, think he deserves to say fuck. What's your favorite non-swear swear? Hmm. Like, like, Christian swear? Yeah. Mine is, um, ah, sugar. (laughs) I think it's cute. I think, I think, uh, dang and ding dang. Ding dang is very good. Yeah, I like ding dang a lot. I've been using it (laughs) non-ironically. Me too. (laughs) And if it's really bad, ah, ding dang dong. When you old- when you're having trouble in bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um so here's the thing. Yeah. Uh our main character, what was the what's the actor's name again? Joe Morton. Joe Morton, he thinks he did he did the ding dong thing. No, he doesn't think he did it. Well he did at one point. He thinks like, oh no, I murdered my wife. And then he realizes he sees the nanny cam. Someone has turned the nanny cam off. And so he has to realize, okay, well, someone had to, A, have or gotten access to my key card, Mm -hmm. and B, gotten access and known the nanny cam was there. So who knows that? The nanny. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Does he go see the nanny with... Doggett and... No, he no. goes by himself. So he wakes up the previous day yeah. and he stayed over at Doggett's house. He's not in jail yet. No. And he's like, hey, it's Doggett. And Doggett's like, it's you. And then um, he on the he watches the thing on the TV that yeah. makes him realize that the nanny is the only other person who may have had access to the nanny cam. Yeah. Um, and so he goes to her house and then... Um, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he pushes his way in. Yeah. And Danny Trejo be there. Yeah. 
And and he's like, hey, why did you kill my wife? And Danny Trejo's like, because of my brother. Yeah. You did a crime. Yeah, he did a crime. Yeah, Joe Morton did a straight-up crime. So what happened was Joe Morton put um, put away Danny Trejo's brother on a meth conviction. Yes. But or- the evidence was weird. Like, he... I don't know if he... He okay, so the the drugs were in the pocket of a jacket that did not belong to Danny Trejo's right. brother. Yeah, but he knew that and prosecuted him anyways, mm. and he went to jail for life, and then he um, died by suicide. Yeah, and Danny Trejo is uh, understandably very upset about that. Yes, and, and so then kills De- um, Joe Morton's wife. Yes, now now we know this man has done a crime. Yes, and Doggett hate a crime. Dog is like, don't tell me this. Don't tell me this crime you did, because you know I'm going to have to come after you. Because unlike every other single agent in this fucking show, (laughs) I will do something about a crime. I care about crimes that have been committed. This is why we love Doggett. So, uh, this, at this point, can I talk about Doggett's tight shirt? Yes. Boy. Boy. (laughs) That's all I had to say. Okay, good. Look, I'm getting some dad vibes, some like daddy vibes. Yeah, and you remember the question about Skinner and Doggett uh-huh. and who would top? Coming around, it's huh? A little, it's a little bit more evenly matched right now. Come around and see see my side of God, things. I just cannot. I just I cannot fathom seeing Mulder again. Yeah, after this kind of after fresh... hanging out with fucking Terminator Two. Yeah. And the bad cop from Wayne's World? Are you kidding me, Mulder? I don't want to see David Duchovny in a tight anything right now. No. No, I can't. Not when we have Doggett. You can't. I'm going to claw my way. <laughs> like, I just can't. You can't make me. Oh, boy. But I did look. Mulder does come back in this season, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. We'll get. We'll get through it. Something to look forward to. Okay. <laughs> That's actually the end of my notes. Oh, okay. I just I talk have, a lot about... I have a few more things. Okay. Um, uh, so then Joe Morton wakes up the previous day, the day that his wife is supposed to die. The murder day. It's like 4, 2 a.m., and yeah. he knows his wife dies around, sometimes between 4, four. and 6. Um, and so he goes to his house, but there's nobody there. And um, he also has told the police and also Doggett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's a point at which he, like... Looks, he asks someone what time it is, yeah. and they say it's four twenty. And so I wrote that down, obviously, because <laughs> nice, that's the weed number. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and then yeah, his wife comes in. And he's like, "No, don't go hide in the bedroom. It's not safe." And then he grabs a knife, which is he grabs the murder weapon. And I'm like, yeah. maybe just choose any other any other implement maybe. that you got. Choose that, like a big lamp. Yeah, right? you know how we feel. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and then Danny Trejo does come in and, uh, he almost kills, uh, both Joe Morton and his wife, but then who comes in to, with two to the body mass? Doggett. Mr. Doggett. And he hates crime, so he's gonna stop it from being committed. Yes. (laughs) And borderline commits his own. Honestly, if there's one, one trait that I could have wanted in a new, like, X-Files character, it's hates crime- so much. <laughs> Hates crime, solves crime. Yeah. I like this. Now, this is not the end. Remember, our main character actually did do a crime. Yeah. And so Doggett puts him in jail. Hell yes. This is his friend. I'm okay with this. 
Gee. Scully's also there. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, let's read this fucker. I rate it on a spooky scale. One is not spooky. Five is so spooky. I'm going to give this a one. Yeah. Danny Trejo is um, a little spooky. Huh? Just how much we love him. Yeah, I just love him. Uh, and uh, I read on a ridge scale. It goes from one, which means a great episode, all the way to first person shooter, the worst episode we've watched to date, yet to be challenged. Yep. Uh, and I am going to give this a seven. Yeah. Just. It's milk toast. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of boring, huh? It was pretty freaking boring. Thanks, X-Files. <laughs> you know, we were asking for it, so we might as well, huh? Yeah. You know what's not boring? What? ALGNs. <laughs> I agree. I got a personal exile for you. Yay! It's a juicy one. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Allison, Global TV News, our national news said, U.S. Navy confirms UFO videos from Blink-182's Tom DeLage are real. Aliens are real! It's 2019 and this shit is happening! Do you remember a time where we were like, oh, you know what? When the government admits that aliens are real, it's gonna blow the lid off of everything! They just did! And no one cares! And wh- what's more, the person who leaked that information, the lead singer of Blink-182! What's happening? It's it's like all of the world's things have been put in a blender, and it's people are just chaos. picking them out one by one and putting them together. It's just chaos. I can't. I can't. Now, I do have to say... UFO does not mean aliens. No. UFO just means it's unidentified. Yeah. But that means who's flying them? <laughs> we don't know. Probably the Russians, though, huh? Can I pitch a headline for next week? Yeah, please. Um, Carrot Top <laughs> proves flat earth theory. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Can I do another one? Yeah, please. John Stamos confirms that Time Cube is real. <laughs> love me some time cube okay let's get into this okay the truth was out there all along and one of the guys from blink 182 found it (laughs) 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 2019 allison videos released by singer and algian enthusiast tom delage contains authentic footage of an unidentified flying object a spokesperson for the u.s navy confirmed to multiple outlets I need some oxygen after that one. <laughs> okay, so Tom Delage, he's he's ta- he is into it. First of all, he had his hands on this footage. Yeah, how did that happen? Do you think he's got a lone gunman situation? Absolutely. Like, I think he's got like an old school BBS message board. Do you think he's got fans? Uh huh. In high places. Yes. So he does. I actually, um, I do subscribe to his YouTube channel. Oh my god! <laughs> like before this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Look, 
I watch a lot of Disney. I'm right on now. I'm on uh, Floss Tube. Uh, I gotta have some real spooky stuff in between. Okay. So he did release. He released three videos in late 2017 and early 2018. Through the To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. Yeah, that's his, uh, that's his thing. His thing. A U- that's where I subscribe. A UFA research organization he co-founded in 2017. The videos were covered extensively in the media when they were released, including the New York Times. The U.S. Navy had not discussed them until now. So here it goes. Why do you think they're discussing them now? Uh... I don't know. Probably to hopefully maybe get some heat off of them <laughs> for anything else they're doing currently. Yeah. The Navy designates the objects contained in these videos are unidentified aerial phenomenon, AUPs. Well, okay. They can't say UFOs. <laughs> they can't say UFOs. Uh, a spokesperson for the Deputy Chief of Naval Operations for Information Warfare told the Black Vault lo- blog last week, the Black Vault is an online trove of government documents about potential UFO and aliens curated by enthusiasts. <laughs> uh, uh uh, this spokesperson la- later repeated the statement to CNN, added that the U.S. Navy is being, being transparent about the objects for safety reasons. This is all about frequent incursions into our training ranges by UAPs, he told U- CNN. Those incursions present a safety hazard to the safe flight of our aviators and the security of our operators. In other words, if pilots see something extraordinarily in the sky... Um, the Navy wants to make sure that they are careful in the moment and report the sightings later. I just... Okay. So if you do see this video, I would actually watch it because it's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, the pilots... So they lock on to something and the pilots are actually like super stoked about it. <laughs> they're like, oh, do you see what I see? Oh, this is fucking... Up. Like they're fucking oh, wow. into it. So if you haven't watched this video, it was out in 2018. It's on. You'll see it everywhere. Watch it. Um, Man, it's out there. It is out there. The truth? You know what? Tom, he knew all along. He's always known. That's scamp. (laughs) Um, I want to do predictions. Okay. Before we do predictions. Yeah. Um, my podcast feed is actually a little light. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I need a new podcast. What is a new podcast I can listen to? right now well i recommend any of the podcasts on the major cast network yeah. of which we are a part uh but specifically why don't you give this one a shot hey listeners do you ever watch a movie for your favorite actor but then you discover that it wasn't worth your time well my time is worth nothing I'm Lenny Burnham. I'm the host of The Filmographers, the podcast where I'll watch an actor's full filmography and tell you what stuff is worth watching and what stuff you shouldn't bother with. There's lots of episodes already available, a lot more coming soon. They're wherever you get your podcasts, so check out The Filmographers right here on Major Cast Network. I think I'll like it. Nice. Nice. Also, if you do listen to one or more of our the Major Cast Network podcasts, make sure maybe to drop us a dollar or two at our Patreon. Yeah, that's patreon.com slash majorcasts. And even a dollar a month really helps keep us going. Yeah. And remember, for us, if you just listen to us, which, I mean, why would you? <laughs> um, you can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's D-O-U-B-L-E. Mm-hmm. I can spell. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter and we're on Facebook, but mostly Twitter, yeah. right? Some Instagram, some Tumblr. Tumblr's dead to us, whatever. Yeah. Um, and also, you can leave us a review. 
Yeah, you could leave <gasps> us a review. Look, if you were aroused by us talking about cream and croissants and you finished either because of that or during this episode, you have to leave us a five-star review. Yeah. That's if how it you, works. If you come either because of us or despite us during an episode... Or if you just like this episode. Yeah, or if you just enjoy what we do, you, then a five-star review would be very a feather in our cap. Yeah, it'd be very, very, very perfect. Okay, Allison. Yes. It's time for predictions now. It is. Your turn. Yes. Okay. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Allison, what's it going to be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Um, I think I predicted wrong. Yeah. Because I thought it was going to actually reference yeah, The Shining. You sure it did. It did not. There no. was no writer. There was no... No, mur- yeah. There was murder. Yeah. But not... I don't think I don't not think in the so way that you... Not in my way. <laughs> not in your way. Okay. X-Files. Season 8, episode... Is it 7? Yes. Yes. Seven. The episode title is Viva... Wait. Uh, Viva Rock Vegas? Yes. Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> oh, okay. I think so. Uh, there's a, the, we're back in time. Barney we're in the is there. <laughs> there's a bird comes out of the wall. He goes, it's a living. Did I tell you I had the biggest crush on Barney Rubble? Uh, you have told me that. And also Wilma. So uh, <laughs> Very confusing. Okay. <laughs> Viva Negativa? Viva Negativa? Yeah. That sounds like, first of all, a very good band. Um, It also sounds like a reality TV show. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it does. Uh, Viva La Bam Negativa. And uh, it's okay, so it's like long live negativity. I guess so. Uh, Okay. Oh, no, no. Sorry, I can't read. It's not Viva, it's Via. (laughs) Via. Yeah. Sorry. So, by way of yeah, negativity. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think. Okay. I think there's going to be uh, someone that's like sucking positive energy out of people. So, like Chris Carter. Yeah. Oh. Like a like a, a feelings drain. Okay. Uh, and also, I think. I um. I also think it's gonna be, um. Man, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You had a thousand yards there like, why do we fucking do this anymore? (laughs) Can't give up, Allison. We're so close. Okay, so there's a feelings drain of some kind. Feelings drain. Draining feelings. Like a dementor. Yeah, exactly. Dementor Um, situation. and, And people are getting real angry. People are being real negative. I guess. Okay. Okay, half point for bad mood. Okay. Bad, hashtag bad mood. Bad mood. Uh, and and then also a de- Dementor. Yeah. Okay. Esque situation. Because okay. not, not a literal Dementor. But I'm not going to give you points if it's a bad mood and it's not spooky. No, it has to be a spooky bad mood. If someone is in a bad mood and they're just in a bad mood, like if Doggett's in a bad mood because someone committed a crime, I'm not giving it to you. Okay, that would put him in a bad mood, though. Yeah. <laughs> he hates it. He hated the crime. There's one more thing I want to talk to you about, yeah. and that's the results of our dog at poll. What? Oh, yeah. I voted. Good. 
I was very excited about the results of this poll. Tell me about the results of our dog poll. Ten people voted in our poll. Well, okay, yeah, okay. What was the question? Uh, the question was, how do you feel about Doggett? Yes. And the options were, love him. Yeah. Hate him. Yeah. Could take or leave him. Okay. Uh, and 60%, so six people, yeah. voted take or leave him, and that was the winning option. Really? Uh, four people voted love him, and um, no one voted for hate him, which made me oh. feel very good. Okay, good. <laughs> Excellent. Phew. Got it. Okay. Uh, and one of our listeners, AK, said um, that that is their fave right behind early season Skinner. Ooh. So very excited for what Doggett has in store for us. That's some real good vibes I'm feeling. Yeah. Okay. I love our new Terminator 2 friend. (laughs) He's going to terminate some crime. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Let's terminate another episode, Allison. Okay. Until next time, the The truth truth is out there. there. I love him. I love him. Oh, boy. We sure got ourselves into a pickle, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.